Hey kids, this is me, I see robots, and we're back for another super exciting, super fun episode of World's Famous. This time out, we're going to open up some trading cards. It's been a while since we've done that. going to talk about the flea market. There's a lot shaking down over there. It's going to be going to be a great episode, but until we get to that greatness, Grandmaster Grandpa, kick that beat. OKIC Robot, let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. This is world's famous with IC robot. This is me. This is IC Robots. We're back for another another fun episode. It's gonna be gonna be a good time. I'm not I'm not feeling well at the moment. I I uh I went to do some maintenance on my dryer. I I know that this is important to keep up on, and I, I hope that you guys do too. It's important to keep the keep the lint out of the tube, out of the outtake vent for the house, and I I had noticed when I was out there one day, the, the vent goes out to the side yard, and I noticed that, like, there didn't seem to be a lot of hot air coming out. In, in the past, the, the whole area on the side kind of would smell like laundry when you were doing laundry, and it didn't it didn't have that smell, and I noticed there wasn't a lot a lot coming through, so I, I went on the online, and I looked to see what, uh, what, what you could do for things like this, and they said, well... You can hook your 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 leaf blower up to the up to the tube. Like just stick it down the tube and blow it out, and it'll all come out the other side. And it seemed it seemed easy peasy enough, honestly. So I you know I pulled the dryer forward and I I disconnected the, the tube and I I went back there to to take care of it. I first I tried the small one. We have like a small battery powered uh, leaf blower that we use for just like random little little things around here. I. I use the leaf blower in the house, honestly. You kind of, you set it on low, and you can, like, blow your bookshelves. Like, you can, like, blow on, on the bookshelves and, like, DVD shelves, and it'll, it'll knock the dust off those things lickety-split, which is, which is all you're doing when you're dusting. You're just kind of, you're just kind of knocking it around. So, I, I, first I got the small one, and I blew it down there, and nothing happened. It's not the most powerful leaf blower. It's, it's convenient, and I, I use it more than the big boy, but it's not, it's not the most powerful one. So, when I saw... I wasn't getting the the kind of response I wanted. I went outside and I got I got the big boy. This one, this one is like a 240 mile an hour wind is what it said on the side. Battery not included. You got to plug it in. I don't I don't like the gas powered ones. Too much of a hassle. But I go for the plug in kind. So I plugged it in and I stuck I stuck the big boy down the uh, the outtake vent. And when I when I hit the power. <laughs> A lot, a lot, a lot. I'm not even kidding. Like, a mountain of lint, like, flew up in the air. Like, the, the entire tube, it just was full of lint, and it all flew in the air, and I don't know why I didn't wear a mask. I have no idea. There's masks everywhere. It's still still COVID season here in Northern California. A lot of people are wearing masks, and I, I got a ton of them. They're all over the place, but I did not put one on, and I got just... I got doused in this stuff. I'm not even kidding. It, like... It got on my body. I, I looked like I was antiqued. Like, I look, I looked gray and old and horrible, like I imagine a lot of you guys look. But I myself, I'm still healthy. I'm still young. I still look great. But after this, after this, I looked positively antiqued. And I swear, a ton of this stuff must have gotten to my lungs, must have gotten to my nose. Because ever since then, I have been coughing and sneezing. And it's just, it's terrible, man. I don't know what to do about this. It's like... It's like there's only one thing you can do. Shout out to Mark Alley. Go take a mite off. And uh, I don't even know if that's going to help because the uh, 
the mitol is not a it's not a cold medicine. It's just like aspirin with caffeine, as I understand it. But make sure to keep up on your vents, dude. Like seriously, seriously, make sure to keep up on your vents because these things can start a they can start a blaze in your house. But I I still wasn't able to get whatever the big the big blockage was. the The air is coming out better, but. There have been times when I go into the side yard and I'm, I'm running, like, the dryer and it smells like dryer sheets out there. It's really, it's like you could sit by the vent and it's nice and warm. But now, you can definitely feel the air coming out, but not to the degree that it, that it was. So I think, I think I might try, we have, like, a drain snake, like a smaller snake, just like the, uh, just like the other things. We've got a big boy and we got a little boy, fat man and the little boy. And I'm thinking maybe we'll stick the little boy drain snake into there and see if we can, uh, knock something loose. But I'm wary... The tube itself is made of plastic, but it's old. It was probably installed when the house was put together. So it may, mayhaps, it has gotten brittle. There's also, I've also considered there may be a chance there's a crack in the in, in the tube. And like some of the hot air is getting getting into the under the house. So it's not coming out the vent fully, which is fine. It's still vented, but I would, I would like to know. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to crawl the house. This is, this is home repairs with icy robots. But you know what? It's so important to keep up on these things, dude. It's like you keep up on them ahead of time, and then w when everything falls apart, it's like you're 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 on it. You're Johnny on the spot. I don't know. It seems important to me. Do you guys maintain your house? Do you guys clean your dryer vents? If you do, hit me up. What a what a thrilling segment. Next week, next week we'll talk about how before it rained, I went up on the ladder and I, I emptied out the gutters of leaves just to make sure my house wouldn't flood. So let's uh. Let's move forward. We're going to open a pack of Street Fighter the Movie trading cards in search of a John Claude Van Damme rookie card. And now, some more stuff. open a pack of weird trading cards. Easy Robots Radio, the strongest team in these streets. That for sure is right. Icy Robots Radio, the strongest team in these streets. Let's, uh, let's see, man. I have not done this segment in a long time. Honestly, I kind of, I kind of forgot about it. I started doing Motus and stuff, and then it kind of, it just kind of slipped out of my memory, and I, I, I regret it, because it was fun doing this, and hopefully we'll have some fun doing this now. What we, what we have today is a pack of Upper Deck Street Fighter the Movie trading cards. Upper Deck, Upper Deck was the company that came around during the big card boom. Their, their initial set with the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card is one of the most iconic sets of all the times. That, that Upper Deck Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card was like the card that everybody was after back in the day. That, that was one for sure for the ages, all-time classic card. The, the Street Fighter movie though, not an all-time classic. It's fun. It's totally, totally silly. I, I did see it. I saw it at the theater, and I got, I gotta say, you know, it was fine. It, it was not, it was not what I expected. But um, Street Fighter in itself is kind of, kind of a silly game. You got guys like Dalzum who can stretch their arms. You have like Green Jungle monsters. You have all kinds of, all kinds of silly stuff. So having, having a silly movie is not um, it's not outside the realms of all possibilities. One thing. 
One thing I remember was uh, the fact that Raul Julia was playing M. Bison in the movie was was considered crazy at the time. Uh, Julia is, he's considered, like, you know, a very high-profile, high, high, profile, high quality actor. And to see him, to see him in there fist-fighting with a uh, JCVD was an interesting turn of fates. Turns out, turns out that our guy Raul Julia was very, very, very sick and that he, he passed away soon after, which is, which is sad. I apologize. I just... I just dropped my pin cap off the desk. It seems like it seems like me dropping things from my desk is a constant, constant situation here. Let's let's take a look at the set. I I uh I had this up a minute ago and then I I brought it down. I don't I don't know why. I'm a little off my game now. I can't seem to I can't seem to shake this cold that I have. It's kinda kinda brought me off. This is a ninety card set and it came out in nineteen ninety-five. The cards that we're going to be looking out for are card number one. This is the first appearance of uh, Ming-Na Wen. Is known for films such as, well, obviously uh, Street Fighter. She's in Street Fighter, Milan. She was in Book of Boba Fett, The Mandalorian. She's She's been in ER, all kinds of stuff. If you go on the online and you look her up, you will definitely know who this person is by, by first appearances. Kind of a big character actor. And then number six. Card number six is the first ever card appearance of John Claude Van Damme himself. Shout out. Shout out to uh, his number one fan, Teen Wundle. That's the card that we want overall. Card number 12 is the rookie card of Wes Studi. Noted uh, character actor Wes Studi. And then card number 30. This is the one that I would probably want second. It is the rookie card of British pop singer Kylie Minogue, who... Who you may know from any number of things. She played Cammy in the film. Then also Michael Nunez, who is another character actor of note. His uh, rookie card is number 32. And then you have uh, Raul Julia in there as well. His card is number 2. We all know we all know him from the Adams Family and any number of cool things like that. Let's, um, let's just open these up. They're a foil pack. Silver. I got this pack at the flea market the other week. There was a lady there, and she had a pack, like a bag, like a bag full of random trading cards. And that's that's what kind of brought these back into my attention, the idea of doing doing trading cards on the set. So I used the Vidal Sassoon scissors to bust open the pack. So let's let's just get into these. These are these are nice, glossy cards. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's a bunch. There's a bunch in here. Not a ton, but there is a bunch. The first card we got is card number... Card number 17, and this is, this is a picture of, I don't know, it's not even a very good picture. There's a, there's a gal there, maybe Chin Sumwon. It might be uh, Ming-Na Wen, but I don't, I don't recall. Then the second card we got is card number, card number, it's a behind the scenes card. It's not numbered, but it's a nice picture of the entire, the entire cast and crew all gathered together. Not a, not what I'm looking for, but uh. Nonetheless, oh, the next card we got, it's a, uh, this is a good one. It's not, it's not a rookie card, but it is the Superstar Street Fighter card of M. Bison, which would be, which is a good card. It's a nice solo shot of uh, M. Bison, Raul Julia on here. If, if this one came earlier in the set, this would be considered his rookie card. And it is a nice card, but it's not, it's not the one, but it is the most identifiable Raul Julia card in the set. Then we got another behind the scenes. We're going to put that aside. Not really fun. Nice picture of JCVD here. Up next, we got card number uh, 48. This is the Street Fighter Superstar card of Blanca. Man, our guy Blanca looks ridiculous on here, honestly. He's green. He has a big forehead like uh, Michael Dorn in Star Trek Next Gen. He has a really bad red wig. Blanca! Blanca's cool. 
don't get me wrong. I do like Blanca. I think he's neat. It's kind of fun to play Blanca. You can do like, you can do like that spin move and you can like electrify yourself. But the idea of Blanca is silly and seeing Blanca in real life is very, very silly. But I do think this should have got an actor who was a little, little more buffer. This guy, this guy looks kind of thin. The next, the next card we have is a, uh, another card of Blanca looking Looking pretty goofy, but kind of cool. It is card number, uh, card number 63, and they took an image of the actor Blanca, and they superimposed it over the, uh, village setting for Blanca's, Blanca's character, which is, you know, it's cool, man. But then, then we got card number 30, which is, which is one of them that we wanted. It's the rookie card of Kylie Minogue as Cammy doing some high kicks there. We're going to set that aside. So overall, we did get what we wanted the most. I wanted either that or JCVD. And then the final card we have here is card number 55, 56, which is the superstar card of a DJ played by Michael Nunez. Michael Nunez is a known character actor. If you look him up, you'll definitely know who he is. I, I think we did okay. We got one that we wanted. So overall, we're, we're ahead. We're just going to take the rest of these and dump them in the IC Robots Radio circular file. We don't really need those, but uh, overall, you know, not bad. This would have this would have been better if we got that JCVD, but we did get one. We did get one we want. You can't you can't complain about that. Not that I'm the biggest Kylie Minogue fan in the world. I can't really say that I'm a Kylie Minogue fan at all. But to me, the idea of like a Kylie Minogue rookie card is sort of it's sort of fun. It's sort of silly. Sort of I don't know. There's just something about it. There's something fun about having these rookie cards of known actors known singers and things. It just, I don't know, tickles, tickles my fancy. I, I do like Street Fighter. Street Fighter is fun. To me, to me, games like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat and stuff, they're almost, they're almost like a sport. You can compete against people. Everybody's played a little bit. Everybody has at least nominal skills in a, the Street Fighter realm. I apologize. I'm looking for that pin cap that I dropped because I got this pin. It's a La Pen. A Le Pen uh, 4100, very nice, very fine pen. I picked it up when I was in Japantown recently during my during my expedition to uh, Amoeba in San Francisco. Japantown in San Francisco has a couple couple of really cool stationery stores with really fine pens, and I'll go there and I'll grab a couple pens every time every time I'm in town. And this is one of them that I got, and I've already I've already dropped the cap, which is pretty pretty typical for you guys. I see robots, to be honest. I I like a good pen. I especially like Le Pens. They're they're like, you know, a little uh, soft tip pin, very fine line. And I like these a lot. I've, over the years, I've bought I've bought many a la pin. Normally, I get them at Corix. Corix is the stationery store on 4th Street in downtown Santa Rosa. But I haven't I haven't been there in a while. When I was when I was a young sprat, the Burgundy La Pen was my signature pin. I would use this for just about everything. It was just my fave. I don't I don't know, man. A la pin. Sounds sounds fancy, sounds great. So let's uh Let's move forward into the next bit. We did get that Kylie Minogue, so we're going to call this a success. This is Kylie Minogue, and you are listening to IC Robots Radio, the strongest team in the streets. By the way, I'm actually Australian. This week in Japanese League Baseball. This week in Japanese League Baseball, we continue our look at new Tokyo Giants rookie, Steve Balboni Jr. 
Steve Jr. turned down offers from the Montreal Expos, the Cleveland Spiders and the Homestead Grays to sign with the Giants. Why would he do that? Well, according to Steve he is a pachinko buff and wanted to be close to number one pachinko machine makers, Sankyo's home base so he could get first crack at the new games. After breaking all of the Japanese league records and retiring a legend, Steve Jr. plans to pursue a career in professional pachinko. Or the movies. Any of those would be fine. Said Steve Jr. when asked by IC Robots Radio. Sports division head, Derek. That was this week in Japanese league baseball. That was this week in Japanese League Baseball. Up next, a look at this week's flea market acquisitions. I went to the flea market and I found a couple things. Na 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 na. That is not the lead uh, tale of this of this segment here. If you guys, if you guys recall, a few episodes back, I lamented the closing of the Sebastopol flea market. That is, that is the second flea market that we go to here in Sonoma County. It's been uh, in the in the same locale since since the 40s. I love it there. It's one of my one of my favorite places ever. And I I really didn't get across how sad I was about about this when when it happened. I was really I was really upset, and I didn't I didn't want to let on. I have been going there since I first moved to California. It's uh, one of my longest running traditions, and when I found out that it was closing, I I was super sad. But uh, check this out. Here's the biggest news in a long time: the Sebastopol flea market is in fact not closing, and it never ever was. This was. This was some kind of weird rumor that, that that got started up and spread by who knows who. Even though I do kind of have my suspicions in that department, I I wonder, man, when you got two competing flea markets and one of them is uh, getting hurt by some weird rumor, where where do you think that rumor came from? But at any at any rate, I am I'm really happy to see that the flea market is not shutting down. I actually went there this past week and I was. I was very happy to be in there. It was like, it was like, imagine when, when Toys R Us closed down, if you found out that in fact that was not true and Toys R Us was still open. It was, it was just amazing. I never thought, never would I set foot upon those grounds again, but check it out. I, I did in fact set, set foot in there. It was, it was amazing. But back to the rumor, this, this was a weird one because it was something that everybody seemed to know. Everybody at the flea market knew that Sebastopol was shutting down. Some of the major vendors over at Sebastopol, these are people who, the, the, the flea market in Sebastopol is like a dedicated ground. It's always a flea market, always, always, always. So a lot of the, the big time vendors, like they just, they just like leave their stuff there in like, in like storage sheds or whatever. There's like a vendor who sells hats and they leave their hats there. There's like people who sell fruit and they leave they leave all the setup there so they can just come back next time. It's like they it's like they have a shop. Well, a lot of these people who have shops up and picked up their shop and moved to the other flea market. They fully moved to the Santa Rosa flea market, which if you recall the last segment, we talked about flea market stuff. I talked about how interesting it was that Sebastopol was being integrated into into Santa Rosa. Well, turns out all this integration was done on a on a completely fake rumor. Now, I do not know this for sure. I don't know this for sure. I do not know. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just guessing here, but it seems like, seems to me like the owner of the Santa Rosa Flea Market, Mojo Sales, would be the one who started this, this rumor. I can't, I can't really see any other person who would have any benefit to say, hey, you know, Sebastopol's closing the, the folks who run Sebastopol, they have been running like all kinds of like Craigslist ads, letting people know that they are not closed, that they were never going to be closed. It's all, all very weird, man. It's like Mojo Sales made a really strong power move to run Sebastopol out of business. And I 
I don't know, man. I don't I don't like that. I, I think that there's definitely room for two competing flea markets. And on top of that, once once the word that Sebastopol was shutting down started started spreading like wildfire, she went ahead and she raised the prices of her tables. She didn't just raise them. She doubled the prices of the tables in Santa Rosa. They went from twenty five to fifty bucks, which is which is crazy. Who's who's gonna pay fifty bucks for a flea market table in an abandoned Kmart parking lot? I mean I cannot imagine, dude. The tables in, in Sebastopol are 20 bucks. They come with a table in Santa Rosa. You got to bring your own folding tables and stuff. It's it's madness, man. Also, in Santa Rosa, they had they had this system to where if you were a food vendor, food vendors paid more than just like normal wares vendors. If you had if you had a dedicated food vendor spot, it was promised to you that with the increased fee was that you would have a monopoly on that particular project. For example, my brother-in-law sold donuts over at the flea market. Every morning he would get up and he'd go buy donuts and he would sell donuts and coffee at the flea market. And he was guaranteed by paying this extra fee that he would be the only donut vendor there. The hot dog guy would be the only hot dog guy there. But then after Sebastopol was shutting down, supposedly... They, they dropped the whole thing about monopolies on foods, and uh, a lot of the vendors there ended up getting getting shut down. My guy, my guy, he sells donuts, but sadly he doesn't make donuts, and he kind of got run out of town by somebody who's a dedicated donut vendor. The hot dog guy has competition. It's all, it's all uh, very nefarious, if you ask me. I, I, I have to imagine that there there was something behind this, like a like a big power move on the on the part of Mojo Sales. Mojo Sales is the person who runs the flea market in Santa Rosa. You're going to hear me say this name many, many times. Her name is Mojo Sales. She's always been fine to me. I'm not going to lie. She's always been fine to me. I've rented spaces at her flea market many times, and it's always, always been fine. I'm not going to lie. Never been fine. Never been anything but fine. But, like, a lot of people don't like her. And I've always wondered if it was just a case of, like, not liking the person who's in control. There's, there's always that element that just doesn't like having people telling them what to do. So I've always... I've always wondered if it was that, but she's not a popular person in the flea market circuit. And now, now due to the fact that uh, a lot of people suspect that she was behind trying to shut down Sebastopol, which is, which is something people are not taking very lightly. Sebastopol flea market's not the most popular flea market. The Santa Rosa flea market is far more popular, but the Sebastopol flea market has a special place in people's hearts. It's been there forever. It's where a lot of people got their start flea marketing, and whether. Whether you love it or not, everybody who's dedicated visits it every week. You go to the one, then you go to the other. But it's, it's uh, it's weird, man. Flea market politics. I, I'm just happy though. In the end, I'm happy that Sebastopol is back. That's what I got to say. It's like I never, ever, ever thought I'd be going in there again, and I was very sad. And then this past Sunday, I was in there, and it was great. It was really great. I got a bunch of cool stuff. Let's uh, let's talk about that really right quick. Honestly, my haul wasn't really that great, but I was. I was still pretty stoked. I got some Daredevils. I collect Daredevil. I'm trying to get an entire run of the whole thing, but I wanna, I wanna do it flea market style. I don't wanna like go on the online and get them. But I got issue 214, 265, 270, 271, and 299. I don't know if I have these. I need to, I need to make a list. But these were only 50 cents each, so it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. If it turns out I have them, I'll put them in the the little library out in front of the house. And some nerd will find them and they will be they'll be happy. These are good ones though. Nice nice covers, honestly. And this one looks like Daredevil's fighting a demon. Looks like he's on a foreign planet. I don't know I don't know what that's about. But in this one, 270, he's teamed up with Spider-Man. That's always fun. And then I got 271. He's leaping. And then 299, there's like a scary, scary face. So I got all these. And that was 
That was pretty cool. I was stoked about that. If I have them, I, you know, that's fine. But uh, I don't think that I do. They don't look familiar. But then I got an episode, issue rather, of the Cinema Papers. This is an Australian film magazine. It has has Mel Gibson on the cover. Let's, uh, let's see when this came out. I love old movie magazines. It's nice to see, like, what was coming out at the time. What people thought. This one is from 1982. December 1982. There's all kinds of movie reviews and pictures. This is a big magazine, like like your Life magazine, and it has a fold-out poster of Mel Gibson in the center. I'm gonna definitely gonna hang this up. But what I what I look for the most in these are like ads for VCRs and things. I really I really like old electronic ads. I like to know what people thought about things at the time. And then I got an issue of American Film from 1982. This one has Jack Lemmon on the cover. And this one is cool. I looked through this a little bit. And there's already like three or four cool ads for uh, videotapes in here. There's an actual ad for blank videotapes, which I'm going to which I'm gonna scan in and put on my new Instagram. I got a new Instagram. It's called uh, VHS Blanks. And it's basically me posting pictures of a blank VHS cassettes because I because I like the cover art. But if I can, if I can find adverts for VHS tapes, I'll throw those in there. And there's there's a couple in here. So go go follow that VHS blanks. It's all all one word. Very very easy to find. So I got that, and then I got a magazine called The Show. It's a magazine of film. This one is also from uh, the day. This is from 1970. It was initially sent to somebody named John Logue has a very good picture of Michelle Phillips on the cover, which is which is cool. This is a big magazine too, like a life magazine. This one this one's a little more arty farty than I like, to be honest. But it still still has some good stuff in it, I'm sure. Lots of lots of stuff about plays and things, which I you know, I do like, but I don't I'm not like a Broadway aficionado. I'm a movie buff. But nevertheless, I got all this stuff. I think I got everything for like five bucks total. So it was all it was all good. I love old magazines. I love to find old ads and scan them in. I love to I love to just look at these things, read old movie reviews. Very, very cool research material. So we got all that, and it was fun. We're back at Sebastopol. Everything's great. It's uh, not been a lot of flea markets lately because it's been raining, and it turns out that, like, every time it rains, it rains on a Sunday. So I don't, I don't know why that is, but Sunday's flea market day, and we have not been able to go. But um, I think it's actually going to rain again this week on Sunday, so I don't. I know not, but, uh, you know, life is good, dude. Life is good. Sebastopol is back. I never, not, never, never, ever, not, never thought I would be going there again, and I did. And it was great. It was really nice. Really fun time. Really good stuff. Let's, uh, let's move forward. I'm here at one with nature. Clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. I forgot what it's like to lose. This is where world famous with your host. This is your robots. Alrighty, tidy whitey. This is me, Icy Robots, and we are back for the for the final uh, small bit. I I cannot though. I cannot express the importance of that last segment and about that rumor, that planted rumor about the Sebastopol flea market clothing. I cannot. I cannot stress how important and how weird this is in the in the entire history of of Sonoma County flea market stuff. This is the most nefarious move potentially. It's all. It's all rumors and hearsay still, but uh, it's all it all stands to reason to me. But this is this is potentially the biggest uh, backstabbing, hateful, 
power move in the history of Sonoma County flea markets. It's wild, man. I, I can't help but think that there's a chance that uh, Mojo Sales tried to drive Sebastopol out of business by telling people telling people they were closing down. She she has gone ahead and scooped up like a lot of Sebastopol's big vendors, like Sebastopol's big fruit dude, the big guy who sells oranges and yells a lot. They they secured that guy. They got the guy who sells like the bootleg Pokemon stuff. They got the guy they got the guy with like the dried uh sugary um like Mexican fruits, like the like the pumpkin fruit where you go in there and it's like it's all like covered in sugar and it's like gelatinous and there's like pumpkin and all these uh different different kinds of things like candied pumpkins. I don't even know what you'd call it, but it's like it's like delicious and it comes in you buy it by the pound out of bins, like it's like Whole Foods or something, but they have that and like the beans, like the pinto beans and all that stuff. They got that guy. It's it's wild. They got a few of the Sebastopol toy vendors. It's this is like a critical move, man. This move is gonna hurt Sebastopol because I don't I don't see how like they're gonna be able to lure their vendors back. I think that like they're gone and they're gonna stay gone, and that's that's the way it's gonna be. But um they're there was also this news going around that she's decided to like tighten up the size of the Santa Rosa flea market. Like it was, it was expanding past the uh, the limits of the Kmart parking lot, and and she decided like she's gonna cut cut like I don't know like forty or fifty spots from the flea market, so the available space is gonna be lessened. So I don't know, maybe some of those dudes who are gonna get pushed out might wind up over in um, Sebastopol. You never know, dude. It's it's all very weird. It's all very wild. It's Sonoma County, Sonoma County flea market news. I, I think that I, um, I think I'm gonna cut this one short this week. I'm fighting a cough, and like you don't know how many times this episode I've had to pause and cut out like a bunch of like me coughing and stuff. It like I gotta, I gotta tickle in my throat, dude. I got the tick in the throat, and man, I every few minutes I'm like ah, 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 just coughing. I hate the sound of coughing. It uh. Coughing sucks, dude. Coughing sucks, man. I, I can't even imagine these people who are inflicted like these heavy, heavy things. Because like when you're coughing, it feels like you're throwing your head around. And it's like your neck gets sore and your throat gets sore. And it's like, it's just not good. Coughing is no fun. If you if you smoke, stop now, man. You don't want to get a cough. If you do anything like uh, suck asbestos or whatever, stop doing it now. Your guy, your guy advises you to stop ingesting all dangerous chemicals into your lungs. That's my advice for the week. It's not good for you. Don't vape either. They don't, I, it can't be good for you. I can't imagine. So stop doing all that stuff. And uh, we're going to, we're going to call it here. We'll be back though. I think this was fun anyway. You got like, you got those cards. That card was fun. We got back to doing that. It's been a while since we've done that. We got that Kylie Minogue. We found out that Kylie Minogue is in fact Australian. Not British. She let us know. We got all kinds of stuff. We got we got that flea market talk. We got that uh, these updates on Balboni Jr. Balboni Jr. Man, he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna make some uh, some splashes over in the, uh, the NPB. But until he does, this is BIC Robot signing off. Saying if you don't like what's going on in the news, go out there and make some of your own. All right, um, man, bring an organ. And you know I got to have that. Some people listen because they want a mystery Some people listen, then say we're whack But if they miss the show, they get the heart attack Now look at you, you're sitting there, biting your lip The whole world sees you as a hypocrite Live out the first law and make yourself preservation If the show doesn't help you, change the station If you don't want peace in the world Love, peace, and happiness in an endless world If all you want to do is keep the whole world back You're the one that's whack and we're 
out, I'd like to thank everybody. I'd like to thank all the engineers for making this record. I'd like to thank you for buying this record. But finally, I'd like to thank all the Buffalo girls out there. Yo, slick. Blow. That's right. Yo, I see Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. Ha <laughs> ha!